0: Opinions expressed on ACB radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: All right. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of Episode really of Zoom on Zoom, um, where we're going to be talking all about Zoom and what is this program and how does it work and Um, And really, I want people to start feeling more comfortable and more competent with Zoom because I know um, oftentimes it seems that people feel somewhat intimidated. Um, And I don't want people to feel intimidated. I want people to feel confident and comfortable, um, especially since this is our main vehicle of communication with our community calls. So, um, and also... I'm also hoping that if you have been calling in on your phone, that maybe this will be the impetus to have you start using the app on the PC, Mac, or the iPhone. Um, So a couple of things. I am well-versed in using the app on the iPhone app and the computer app. I know a little bit about the Mac, but we're really going to be focusing more on the iPhone um, on the app as it relates to the iPhone and to the to the um, computer but please stay in here anyway because I still think that there's a lot that you will be able to glean from this today so um, let's just jump right in I want to talk about I want to talk about um, what is zoom like what is the how is this how does this program work or what does it look like what the heck is going on when when you um, enter press enter her on a link in one of the schedules and all of a sudden you're just thrown into a room with a bunch of people so um so first off i want to talk about the layout of zoom so if you are on i'll talk about the iphone first if you are on your iphone and you have and you have double tapped on that one click link or that you've double tapped on the link um, it's going to open and you will first get an alert on your iPhone that says, how do you want to, do you want to dial in or do you want to come in on the, on the web using your wifi? So if you dial in, it's like making a phone call. You're, you will sound like you're on a phone. Everyone else on zoom will also sound like they're on a phone to you. If you choose and your name, you won't have a name. You'll just show, you will show up as your phone number um, that has been masked because we care about security and we want to make sure that people don't have access to your phone numbers. But it will show like your, the area code of your phone number in the last three digits. Um, Next, so it might behoove you to actually press to go to Wi Fi to call in using. Using your Wi Fi. When you do, you're, you're in Voice over IP, so you are sounding like you're right in the room with everyone, and they all sound like they're in the room with you. Um, on the screen, on the upper right hand corner of the screen, there will be um, a big button, a big red button that says leave don't tap that (laughs) unless you want to leave the call right now, but don't do it. But that will, but if you do need to leave, that's one way to leave. Um, Next up there, there is a big part of the middle of your screen that will show an avatar. So it'll show a picture of whoever is talking and, and this is kind of where sometimes open rooms get tricky um, when we, when we don't have meeting protocols, because, Um, And often, and sometimes when we do, because often voiceover will start reading the names. It'll start saying, it'll start saying, Tyson is talking, Nat is talking, Brandon is talking. Um, It'll also, if they have a picture on their profile, it will show, it will show the picture um, to help help people know who it is that is chatting. Um, So, but I really care about what is happening at the bottom of the screen. So at the bottom of the screen, are some tabs going from left to right. You have mute. So, if you're coming into a room, if you're coming into a room where it's already muted, it will say unmute. So, it will say unmute, which means that you need to double tap that in order to unmute yourself. But if you're not muted, it will say mute, meaning that you'd need to double tap it to mute yourself. Um, then next, there is a button that um, I'm blanking on the name of the next tab that's across this, that goes across the screen. Um, Obviously I don't, Oh, start my video. That's the tab. I knew I didn't use that one that often. (laughs) So that one will allow you to start the, to start your video. You can turn on your video. So if you're on zoom with friends and family, um, you can, you can do that and it uses your front facing camera if um, then next is a tab that says "Share My Content." After that is a tab that says "Participants," and finally there is a "More" tab. So, um, under the "Share My," uh, just very briefly, under the "Share My Content," there are options like you're able to share files from your Dropbox. You can share photos, um, things like that. I will I will ask that no one do that right now. Um, You can. It also will take from like uh, something called Box or Google Drives, Um, so whatever file sharing protocols that you have on your phone, rest assured that it will be there in the menu. Um, Next, under the participants one, you can double tap on that, and you can actually see who all is in the list. Um, After that is the more tab, and under more, you have things like um, the the. Ever important, raising your hand um, and disconnect audio, and I think there's like a virtual virtual background one that's in there, um, something along those lines, and then there's disconnect audio. So that is pretty much the layout of of the iPhone if of the iPhone app. If you have already double tapped on a link to bring you into a Zoom room, next we're gonna we will travel over to the PC. Well, before I do that, I will say that if you're using an iPad, all of those tabs that I said was at the bottom on your iPhone is actually going to be across, across the top. So that is what I learned today from my iPad using friends. If you are, now let's talk about Zoom on your computer. Um, if you have Zoom on your computer, and let's just say, for example, you have the community schedule open, the daily schedule, and you are figuring out which um, call you want to go to, the only link that's going to work for you is going to be the actual Zoom link. There's, I feel like it is the easiest way to enter into a meeting, even though we do include the participant number and the, um, excuse me, we, we do include like the Zoom room number as well as the passcode. But it's a lot faster and easier, in my opinion, to just press enter on the link. Um, when you press enter on the link, sometimes it brings up a little dialog box that asks you if you want to open the file or cancel. Um, and that may that may have been intimidating to some because you know you always worry about like viruses and things like that. But it is totally safe to open to open it, and then it will bring up two windows. Two Zoom windows. So your first window, it will just say Zoom, and that window includes like if you have an account name, um, things of that nature. Like if you schedule meetings, it will have it will have the meetings that you've scheduled down. It'll give you an option to schedule meetings, and there's also a personal room that you can that you are able to go into and give someone else like a Zoom invitation um, with the link so that they can come in and chat with you. Um, but the window that we really want to focus on today is the Zoom meeting window. So this has a whole bunch of stuff in it. And the thing that I like to say about Zoom is that it is consistently inconsistent. So (laughs) sometimes you land on, you land on something and you think that's going to be your landmark. Mark, and then another another call you might enter in, and it's not your landmark at all. Um, but I just want to give you kind of a layout of what that looks like. So, in your Zoom meeting window, usually when you come in here. Um, for some reason, it landed on end call, which is definitely not something that I'm going to <laughs> that I'm going to press. Um, and it says things like gallery, enter full screen, meeting information. We're using enhanced encryption. This is all the things that come up when you tab your way through there, and you can do that right now um, if you're on a PC while you're while I'm talking. Um, there's a, there's a start my video and audio settings. There's a mute button for me. Um, Things like there is something that will say participants list closed. We'll go into that later. Um, Share screen, open chat panel. So sharing options. So all of this stuff that looks incredibly like, whoa, what the heck is this? And how much of this is really important to what I'm doing? Um, If you are coming into a zoom meeting and into a zoom call there's just a few things that i feel like is important for your foundation and then after that and then after that you can you can practice using some of these other other options and experimenting with other options to kind of build on that on that foundation but to me the most important things to really focus on is how to participate in in the Zoom call? How to and how to navigate so that you know who's in the room with you, and so that you have a good handle on what's on what's on your screen. Um, a lot of the stuff are a lot of these things are things that hosts need to be really focused on, or facilitators need to be focused on. But um, the for the sake of just coming in to participate um, in in a community call, you know, don't let all of this, don't let all these features intimidate you. So um, my next topic is on participating and how to be a good Zoom participant participant. And what does it and what does it take? What are the commands that you need? What's important to know? What are the things that maybe aren't as important that you don't really need to worry about right now? Um, so, when you, most of the time in our calls, um, on, on the accounts that we run, and we've tried to make it a practice to, at least to the best of our ability, um, to make sure that some of these features are open at the, right out of the gate. So, for example, sometimes, most of the time on our calls, when you come in, you will automatically be muted. That allows us as hosts to kind of get our bearings, um, to check in with the facilitator to see if they need anything, you know, and it's, and it's really right before the meeting, it's really the time for the host and the facilitator to, to communicate. So if you came in earlier, um, before we all kind of started openly chatting back and forth, you may have heard, you may have heard one of my hosts asking me, um, if, how I was going to run the meeting today. And I said that everyone was going to be muted for the remainder of the call until there were questions and answers. Um, So that means that they are going to be, they'll be checking just to make sure that people are remaining, are remaining muted unless they have raised their hand to talk um, and that they have been called on. And I, and that's something that I just want to touch on very very quickly. So I guess I'm going to put etiquette first. So. When you come into a meeting, um, when you come into a meeting, it really is, you know, sometimes we, we allow a little bit of open chat before the meeting starts, but it can be kind of hectic because we are working on a number of things. We're working on, I'm probably working on naming people as my co-hosts and figuring and trying to get Zoom to cooperate in doing that um, and checking in with them, making sure that they, that we're all on the same page together. But once that meeting starts, it is a good idea to to remain muted, and um, sometimes, and sometimes that does not always happen. But it's really something that we that we ask that we really ask you to do. Um, it helps us it helps us out so much in a lot of ways. Uh, if you have background noise, it's something that's going to be it will definitely be covered. Like, it will be heard over your microphone. Even if you don't think that you have background noise, sometimes you're moving in the chair or you're moving around and your microphone is, if you're on a phone, if you're on your iPhone, for example, your microphone is maybe brushing up against the fabric of your shirt. If you have your phone up close to your microphone, we might hear you double tapping or swiping through. Um. If you're on your PC, sometimes we're hearing your your speech. We're hearing, or we're hearing you type on the phone. Um, we might be hearing your microphone moving around. Your phone might be ringing. Your, you know, um, for everybody involved, your phone might be ringing. Your your talking clock is going off to let us know the hour, and it's chiming a lot because this call there's a call at 8 Eastern, and so now we have to hear all eight of those times. Um, and I just think it's really important to know that nobody is an outlier in how quiet they can be. Um, you should just assume that if you're unmuted, that you're probably making some amount of background noise, even if you don't think that you are. So that's why we ask people to remain muted. Another thing that happens is that, um, and I will and I will teach you all how to do this in a bit, but another thing that happens is, is that Zoom works with the, the active um Microphone, like so we know who is talking. If you're talking, you're going to go toward the top of the list of our list, um, not to the top of the bad list, just to the top of the participants' list. So we will see, we will know that you're talking and you will move in the list of participants, which makes it really tricky sometimes when we're trying to like name, when we're trying to get someone to be a host and we're focusing on their name. And we want to make them co host and then people start talking and all of a sudden they've moved. Um, So that's just one thing that, that's just one little bit of etiquette that I want to give you. Another, another thing about etiquette that I want to give is that when you come into a meeting, um, especially after the meeting has started, you do not, and let me repeat myself, you do not need to let us know that you have arrived. You don't need to apologize for being late. You don't, we don't know. (laughs) We're not checking the participants list. I'm not being like, oh, I see Natalia, you've, you're here at 802. You're going to the bad list now. I don't, I don't check that. I'm trying to do a whole bunch of other things. Um, So we don't even know that you're late. Half the time you all are tearing on yourselves. So <laughs> so just don't even say anything. we won't know the difference. We won't know that you arrived five minutes late. you know um, it's and it's totally it's totally okay. Um, I will ask that people do try to arrive on time as much as as much as you can um, especially because some calls do lock their they do lock the room after five or ten minutes. so it definitely pays to be on time but you don't need to announce yourself especially if you're not on time, you don't need to come in and say, Oh, Hey guys, I'm Mika. I'm late. (laughs) Um, it's, it's all good. I promise. Um, another, another thing that, so it's something that I have asked. Um, I have asked that questions be, you know, that questions be given, be asked. Um, it will be asked toward the end of what I'm presenting today. So, um, So if you have burning questions, you might want to write them down, but I would ask that people don't raise their hands, um, until, until it's time, because usually what happens is that people raise their hands and then their hands get put down and sometimes they raise their hands again and their hand gets put down and they do it again. And all of a sudden we're in an aerobic workout that we, that nobody wanted. So, so keep those hands down, um, until it's been, until it's time for, questions, you know, and sometimes if if I see that someone has raised their hand repeatedly, I might think, oh, is it an emergency? You know, is there something that you desperately need to be raising your hands in the middle of the presentation? Um, so, it's just a little something to keep in mind. Um, another piece of, another little piece of etiquette that I want to touch on um, is that if you are so a lot of times for most of the most of the chats, the screen sharing and the chat is off. There are some rooms where they are on, um, some calls have them on, and it will be something that I will be talking about because I want I want you all to have the opportunity <clears throat> to participate in the chat um, and to know how to screen share. But most of the time it's off. So um, I'm going to ask I'm going to ask that you not chat too much in the chat. Um, <laughs> it can be a little distracting, um, you know, unless you know the answer to a question that maybe I don't know an an- the answer to. But really, I'm just going to ask that you keep the chat um, to a to a minimum. Um, again, I just kept it on for the purposes of this of this call. Um, and I would also, and then also, um. And when you're on a Zoom call and you see the screen sharing option, you don't just want to start sharing your screen. Um, I know that the accidents happen, but in general, you don't want to start sharing your screen. Um, it just throws everybody off and then we have to find you and take away your permission. And And we don't want to do that. We like to give things to people. So all of these things are things that, that really help, um, that really help, you know, Keep things keep call going running smoothly and um, allows and just it just makes for a smoother call. So happy happy call is a happy Mika. Um, I'm trying to see if I have forgotten anything, and I'm wondering if my host team um, might have a piece of etiquette that perhaps I have forgotten.
2: I think you got everything.
1: Okay. All right.
3: Yeah. You, yeah. You got everything.
1: All right. So. And if not, I'm sure I'll think of it later and throw, the, and throw it in there. <laughs> um, so, I think I want to go into the fun stuff, which is um, some fun exercises that we're going to do in the meeting and then, or no, no, not meeting in the meeting. But I'm going to teach you how to do that. I don't want you to do that. <laughs> but I want to teach you about um the other part of participating, which is being an active participant in the call, so um, I want to talk about raising hands. So we do raise hands a lot on this call now. In the in the early parts, I like to think of it as the early days of the call. It um, was <laughs> the early days of the community calls. We did a lot of, you know, it was more, it was open, and there was, you know, we would we. I go back and listen to those calls and it was, people were kind of talking over each other and we'd ask a question and everyone would laugh and then answers to questions would be given and there would be more laughter and movement and everything. And if there was too much movement, we might ask people to mute themselves for a while, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't all the time. Um, I look back on those calls and just think about how little it was that, I knew about Zoom because it was chaotic and I loved it. (laughs) And now listening to those calls back, I'm like, like, Ooh, sometimes I listen, I'm I'm going, you need to mute yourself. Just saying it to my lady, a device. Um, (laughs) So, so, you know, we've gone to raised hands and I want to just, I want to talk about that and and then unmuting and muting, and then we'll talk about the participants list. So, when you raise your hand, the host, will. we will see that your hand is raised, and, um, and then we will, and it shows up in order. So if Tyson raised his hand first, and then Nat raised her hand, and Brandon raised her, his hand, that would be how it would show up on my list. So Tyson, Nat, and Brandon. Um, and it would show up underneath my name. Because my name and all of your names are always at the top of the list in your own Zoom. So you will be at the top of the participants list. Um, And how to raise your hand, I just want to go into that. So um, for the purposes of anyone who might be on the phone calling in on the call, it's star nine. And what I have learned is that you can raise your hand, but you can't lower it again (laughs) using using a regular phone. on your, on your iDevice, um, on your smartphone or your tablet, mute is going to, or excuse me, you're going to go to the More tab, which is on the lower right hand corner of your of your phone. Um, you will double tap on that and go to Raise Hand. There will be a Raise Hand option there. Um, on the iPad, that's probably in the upper right hand corner. Um, if you are on your pc it's going to be alt y and if you are on a mac it will be options y um so when you raise when you raise your hand um when you raise your hand it is important that you keep your hand up because you don't know where you are in the queue of people so you don't you don't know where you are And you just want to make sure that your hand is raised because if you lower your hand, it will go down. (laughs) Could someone please, could you mute yourself, please, if you're making some background noise? Okay, so um, there is, so you're in a queue basically. So it's like standing in line. And if you step out of that line for one second, somebody else is going to step in your place. And what happens is that sometimes I think that people, don't think that we see their hand or maybe they don't know that their hand is raised. Maybe they forgot that they raised their hand and all of a sudden their hand is lowered. And sometimes, and usually it's right when I'm getting to them, you know, so we've had like 14 hands. I'm on hand 12. Your hand is number 13. You lowered your hand, five more people raise their hand and now you're like at the very, very bottom of the queue. Um, so keep your, keep your hands up. It is the one time in life that when you raise your hand and keep it up For a long time, you won't get tired. (laughs) Um, And then we will, and then it's really important that after your question is asked um, and that you're done talking, that you allow the host to lower your hand. Um, That just helps us to keep on track and helps us to know where you are. um, And it just makes it simpler and cleaner for us. The other thing that I wanted to um, mention when it comes to raising hands is that when it, and this is a piece of, etiquette that I would probably say. So is that if there are a lot of hands raised and like there's a lot of questions, let's say, and you've asked your question, um, you probably don't necessarily want to raise your hand again unless we ask like, are there more questions that people didn't get answered or that we indicate? Because we may not get to your second, we may not get to your second question. Um, I think the last time on this call, we had 20 hands that were <laughs> raised in a row, um, and there would have not have been time for second questions. So you really want to ask your burning, the burning question that first go around. Um, so, so we've talked about raising hands, and by a show of hands, um, I would like to know how many of you are, new, are pretty new to using, to using Zoom? And the other thing that you might notice is that it will say like your hand is raised or hand raised and when we lower your hand you will notice that it will say the host has acknowledged your your raised hand. Wow, that's a lot of you. That number just keeps <clears throat> climbing up and up. All right. Um and then if we could get all hands lowered in that little checkbox thingy that lets you lower all hands at once, which is super delightful. I always feel like I'm cheating <laughs> when I use it. All right, I'll wait for these hands to go down. And by a show of hands, um, how many of you are on the Zoom on Zoom call for the first time? Wow. Just keeps going up and up. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm so glad all of you are here. Um, I tell you what, look, such a time as this is the perfect time to start learning about, to start learning about Zoom. All right, and our hosts, there's a lot of you. I don't even know how many people are actually in the room right now, but there's a lot of you who are raising who are raising your hands. Um, and then Cindy, Cindy, i noticed that your hand was up earlier. I didn't realize. Did you yes. have did you have something that you wanted to add? I'm I did. sorry if I missed you. I had my speech off. <laughs> That's
4: okay. It was when it was when you were asking if anybody if the hosts had uh, anything that you might have missed. So, it's around etiquette. And um, I think that a lot of times when people get to the quote unquote microphone and they are acknowledged, uh, you think it's like your opportunity, (laughs) it's your opportunity to shine. (laughs) And uh, so you'll go into stories and, you know, ask questions or not, sometimes not even ask a question, but just say a statement or a story um, and aren't really concise. And I guess- part of etiquette to me is when you're sharing the stage with other people is that you be concise and you ask a question that's pertaining to the presentation not something outside of that uh, so that's one the other that we've seen a lot recently is we have raised hands and somebody in the audience who has not raised their hand unmutes themselves and just kind of buds in and says, can I, I I wanted to say, state this or whatever. So, you know, we're raising hands, everybody take their turn, you know, play nice (laughs) and uh, just take your turn and be concise. So. All right. Thank you, Cindy.
1: And Cindy, says you're the leader of the hosting team, you just feel free to unmute and break in because I really didn't see your hand. It's okay. No
4: problem. And there's over <laughs> 70 people here, Mika. Just wanted not to, not to make you nervous or anything. <laughs> no pressure,
1: of course. No, no
4: pressure, no pressure but. Wow. That's amazing. Thank, it you is. For, thank you all for coming. 75 right now. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that for the effect. <laughs> me on my toes, okay, right? I'm myself.
1: <laughs> All right. So, um, so now I want to go into muting and unmuting, um, because I think I covered everything that there is to cover about waving. I mean, waving about raising your hands. Um. So, muting and unmuting. It used to be back in the land of April <laughs> when you could when we where unable, or where we were able as hosts. If you were muted, we could just unmute you, and it was great. We loved it, and you know, especially if people didn't really know how to mute and unmute themselves. And then that went away, and we got used to that. And then, and it used to be that um, if you were on a phone and I was hosting, for example, and like you weren't, you weren't unmuting yourself quickly enough, I might just unmute you, <laughs> and and just be like, okay, you're unmuted now. However, Zoom giveth and Zoom taketh away. So now nobody can, we cannot unmute anybody. We can't unmute the, anyone on the computer. We can't unmute anyone on an iPhone. We, we can't unmute anyone who calls in on a, on a landline. So it is really important that you know how to do this. So I'm going to go to my smartphone and tablet people first. Um, <clears throat> And, well, I was going to ask about an iPad question, but <laughs> I don't want to call in someone and they not be there. So, <laughs> um, if you are using your iPhone, for example, right now on your iPhone, and if you put your phone far enough away from your face, um, you will have an unmute button. It will say it will say unmute. Do not double tap that right now. I just want you to be aware. But right now you're all muted and it says unmute. And if you have low vision, um, it actually shows as like a different kind of a darker, slightly darker shade for you to know that that you are currently muted. Um, On the iPad, it's probably going to be on the upper left. So all you have to do to unmute yourself is to just double tap. Don't do it right now. You'll have plenty of time to practice this during the question and answer portion, I promise. If you are on a PC, you will press Alt A. Or and here's the kicker, this is the fun part. And Cindy, if you could just demonstrate this for us. You can press down on your space bar and hold it down and acts as a push to talk button.
4: And I'm doing And it. you will
1: be able to and you'll be able to
4: talk. Hi Cindy. Hi Mika. And just working. just, just want to say that um, if you do this push it down and give yourself like a second or, you know, two before you speak, because sometimes it it takes a little to engage it, but it works great. And then let go maybe like a second after you've finished talking so it doesn't cut you off.
1: And there is a setting in Zoom. It seems like it's already checked um, where it is, um, it's like under accessibility or something along those lines where you can choose to have the space bar be like your push to talk button. Um, And it seems like that's checked by default, which is why space bar does not always work on buttons the way that we have learned it, (laughs) learned that it should. Um, Or you can press alt a. So, and that, did you want to say something? Did you, I heard your voice.
2: Oh, no, I was testing the space thing because
1: I wasn't sure. Sorry. Okay. No problem. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, on and then on the Mac, on the Mac it is Command Shift A, and I've heard mixed results that the spacebar does work on the Mac, but I've also heard that it doesn't. So remember that thing that I said about the that the most consistent thing about Zoom is that it is often inconsistent. That would definitely be one of, be the case there. Um, now I want to move to the participants. List. Oh, and if you're on the phone, for the sake of for the purposes of this call, it starts it's star six. Um, So now I want to move into the participants list and all the fun that can be had with that and how to view it. So um, I will start with my PC people first. It is going to be um, so you can tab through and find it, but it that's a lot of tabbing. Really, just press Alt U. Um, Alt-U will bring up, it will say participants, and you can tab, it might say search box, which is where you can put in the, the name of a person and search for them on Zoom. But if you tab again, there will be something that says their participants list. <clears throat> so in the participants list, um, if you've made it into the participants list, there's a couple of things that I want you to notice. First, if you press the home key, That will take you to the top of the list. You'll know that you're at the top because it's your name. It'll say your name. So right now I'm at the top of my list. It says Mika White. Um, And now, and then you can down arrow through the list. And sometimes um, it should not jump around too much as I'm the only person that's talking. But sometimes when other people are talking, it definitely will jump around quite a bit. And Like right now, I can very easily just down arrow, but sometimes, sometimes if you down arrow and down arrow and you don't hear anything, sometimes you have to press the up arrow and then press the down arrow again. It's almost like it just kind of resets the focus. Um, now if you go back up to your top, to the top of your list with, with the home key, and let's say that you press the up arrow. It will take you to a phone number at the bottom of the list because the list is, it's a circular list. So if you just use your arrow keys, you would never, it would be the list that never ends, which is why um, it's really important to just use the home key to kind of know where you are and to get to the top. Now, sometimes it takes you out of focus and then you have to tab and tab back to the list. But let's say that you're at the top of your list <clears throat> and if you've gotten lost somewhat, you can do Alt-U, just to, and that just kind of resets your focus um, and just helps you to kind of square off with what you're going to do. And then you'll tab a couple of times to get to the list. Now, you will, if you tab again, you will see things like the mute button. And then I see things like more options for me, um, which are things like I can rename myself and things like that. <clears throat> um, And then I see a whole bunch of stuff that only pertains to me as the host. So, um, But all of this stuff is also very easily accomplished by just doing, you know, Alt-A to unmute, Alt-A to mute yourself again, Alt-Y to raise your hand, that kind of thing. So everything pretty much, almost everything that you see except for the options to, like, except for the options that are under that little combo box, um, are things that you can do just from your
4: keyboard. Mika, yes. Uh, As a participant, the only option in the more options for me is to rename myself. So, just giving you an idea uh, as a participant, you know, because we're so used to seeing it from the other side (laughs) of things. Uh, And when we're hosting, when we're a host, we get to see all kinds of options. We can remove people. We can. Make them a host or co-host. We can allow them to do things, and we can rename them. But as a participant, we can only rename ourselves. So if you accidentally came in as your name twenty times, and you don't want it to be that, you could actually go in there and rename yourself uh, using that more options button.
1: Thank you. Yeah, (coughs) I'm trying to think of when was the last time I was on a call that I wasn't that I wasn't hosting. Um, so that's, so that's what that looks like. Um, and just, you know, you can just, you, you can get an idea of what's in that list. Who's in that list? Who, you get an idea of who else is in that list, who's on the call with you. So let's go to the, um, and on the Mac, I believe that it is command shift U. I believe that is what we learned last week. So eventually, I'll have all these little keystrokes down for all platforms. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, Now, let's just say that you're on on your smartphone or tablet. Under that more, or excuse me, under the participants tab, it lines it up so nicely. When you double tap on participants, it just brings up the name. It's so nice and neat, and you just can flick your way down and swipe down and see who all is here. Um, And that's just a really, that's a really nice way to do it. It's very, it's so much easier to look at it that way, to look at the list that way on your phone. So now that we've kind of gotten an idea of um, the participants list, I want to give you some, just a couple of pointers, um, just a couple of tidbits. When you raise your hand, so I already said that we are, you are always going to be at the top of the list. When you raise your hand, you're still at the top of your own list. So you won't know where you are in the queue of how many people have, have, have raised their hand. So if 15 people raise their hand and you you are one of those 15, you won't know where you are because you're always going to be at the top. Um, when you, So that's just something just to keep in mind. And as Cindy said earlier, the hosts deal with this participant list a lot. Um, we have... Sometimes if people come in with phone numbers and we want to know who they are before the call, we will ask them to unmute and we will find them and rename them. Sometimes you come in as like, you know, Galaxy Note 15 or, you know, iPhone, um, you know, Kindle. Yeah, I've seen I've seen pretty much any gadget. Um, Very happy to tell us who you are, but it doesn't give you it doesn't give us your name. Um, so we will. So we have the option to be able to rename you. So I think that that is all that I had in terms of how to be of of participating, how to be a good active participant, um, etiquette, how to and how to really view your screen and get some semblance of an idea of of where you are. I do just want to make a quick note that. I am not using the scripts, so that all may be very, very different. Um, I'm, using, I'm using NVDA, <clears throat> um, and, and I know that lots of you are using JAWS and other you know, voiceover and things like that, but I'm not using any kind of scripts, so just know that coming in, that the commands that I give may not necessarily be what the scripts, um, the commands for the scripts. Thank
4: so, you. yes. Another thing that you I think you were gonna cover night, I may have missed it. Uh so if we're out in the audience. The talking? <laughs> yeah, who's I talking? was about to go there to right now. Okay. Oh, I thought you were winding up. Sorry, no, Annie. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're surfing on my brainwave. I love it. <laughs> oh, what a fun ride.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so let's just say that, you know, you hear all these voices, right? But not everybody says their name when they are asking a question, or maybe I've said their name and, and you're not sure, right? So the way that you can tell who is talking is control two on your PC. And if you're using JAWS, sometimes you have to use the pass key. So sometimes it has, you have to press insert three and then control two. Um, And sometimes Zoom says alerts, no alerts available. And sometimes, and I don't know why that is. So that's definitely something that we're trying to track down. But Um, but sometimes, so you'll press control two and you'll hear who is talking. If you do that now, it should say Mika White is talking and I will just talk for a moment and let you all do that. (laughs) And now I'm going to have, I'm going to have Nat. Nat, I would like you to say something. Hello,
2: this is Nat. I'm from Carson, California, and I'm filling out this really long
1: form and listening to you talking. And sometimes if Nat and I talk at the same time, go for it, Nat. Well, this kind of happens all the time. We kind of over talk each other and we just end up. That's right. It'll say say Mika and Nat sometimes. So occasionally it'll do that. It doesn't always. Uh, Did it do it?
4: (laughs) Yeah, it said, it said Mika White hostess Nat. It doesn't say and. Oh. It says both, but that really does help when we're trying to track down somebody who is interrupting, who's making noise and all of that because, yes.
1: yeah. Which is, which brings me actually to another point of etiquette. Um So let's say that you're on a Zoom call, right? And then all of a sudden, you just start hearing feedback and noise, and it just sounds like somebody's having a party in the computer. Um, It might shake you up a little bit. You might start saying, hey, there's somebody making noise. And then 74 other of, of my new friends will start saying, hey, somebody's making noise, which makes it impossible for me to track down. So if you're in a meeting and you hear, that there is someone making quite a bit of noise. And we do understand that I will just say this. We understand that the majority of the time when people are making noises on a call, you don't realize that you're doing it. You don't know. I don't I don't believe I I don't believe that anybody except a zoom bomber would come in and like maliciously just start making racket to just try to screw things up for people. So the important thing is is to just make sure that you remain muted and remain quiet so that we can track down the noise, find out who it is and mute them. It makes our job a lot easier and it goes so much faster. Um, and then that way the host doesn't have to just mute all, everybody, including me, which happens. <laughs> so, um, so that is, that's what I have about, about sharing and um, how to, or about viewing things, how to view your participants list, and and that etiquette piece of it. Um, I want to now, I'm just looking at my time, okay, so I want to talk about two things fairly quickly. Um, Oh, the first thing is that on the iPhone, it will tell you, it will also say who's talking, and sometimes it will very annoyingly (laughs) and repeat say who's talking. So I want to give you a couple of really quick tips for that. You can a do a triple a two excuse me let me let me think this through. a three finger double tap. There we go. <laughs> to turn your speech it will just turn off the speech portion of voiceover. so it'll say speech off. If you do another three finger double tap it'll say speech on. Um, so that's one way. Another way is to just keep your focus on one of those tabs, like the mute tab, um, or any of those tabs along the bottom or along the top of the screen if you're using an iPad. And the way that I most often do Zoom if I'm using my iPhone is that I lock the screen. I lock the screen, and then what will happen is it will bring up what I like to call the six-pack, which happens on your regular phone if you were to type hide, if you were to press that button that says hide keyboard keyboard. hide keypad, rather, there's a mute button toward the center left. So, you will be able to mute. You can mute from there. You cannot raise hands from the lock screen. But if you're just listening, um, that's one way to, you know, just take the focus off of the Zoom window. Okay. Um, The last two things that I want to touch on is chat and screen share. So, we have this really nifty um, thing in Zoom that Most of the time, on most calls, it's left off um, because it is very distracting to to us as hosts. Um, It is chat. And if you're on your PC, you can get to it by pressing Alt-H. And if you are on your smartphone or tablet, if you go to the More tab, there will be a chat option there. If you double tap on that, there will be a chat screen. Um, there will be an edit box toward the bottom, a button that says everyone if you flick to the left, and then um, and then it will have messages in, in chronological order. Um, so, if you're on the PC, you will reach it <clears throat> by pressing Alt-H, as in help. <laughs> um, so, Alt-H, and... The most consistent thing that I've noticed about this is that Zoom will put you in the edit box where you can start typing. And this is where it starts to get consistently inconsistent because when I tab through, it will say chat text list, which is where you can read all of your text, all of the chat messages. You can do so by going to the top by pressing um, the home button, or the, the home button, the home key on your keyboard. If you tab again, There is something that says everyone that means that the message that you are typing is going to go to all of us If you were to press your down arrow, you you will get the list of participants in the room and you could send a private message to someone Um, and then there's something that says file and more chat options I have not honestly. I have not really delved deeply into that however So if you are in that chat edit field, why don't you just, why don't you let me know? Why don't you let us know that you're in the chat? Again, it's Alt-H that will take you in the edit field. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Uh, Hi, everybody. I see Monica Uh, and Irene.
2: I'm sorry to interrupt, but I've got a difficulty here. Somehow my phone accidentally got put into safe driver mode. How do I get out of this to get back to where we were?
1: No problem. You're going to do, it's going to be a three finger swipe to the left. From the right to the left. Yep.
2: Oh, awesome. Thank you.
1: No problem. (laughs) Zoom wants you all to be safe drivers. So, um, yay. I'm so glad. Thank you all for letting me know that you're in the chat box. And then, um, and then again, if you are, if you are in that, if you tab and you go to everyone and you down arrow, um, my name starts with M, so it's a lot of down arrowing. You could even send a message to me privately saying hello. All right, and and now I'm going to turn my speech off because, like I said, <laughs> it can be it can be kind of distracting. So don't go too crazy in that chat chat box, friends. Um, but that is how you that is how you chat. Um, there are some some community calls that leave this chat box open. Um, and sometimes I leave it open because I accidentally forgot, I forgot to go into settings and, and um, reset it to not be on. So, <laughs> um, and then the other thing I wanted to chat about really quickly is the screen share option. Okay, so screen share, the screen share option, um, if you are on your phone, there is, Um, in those little tabs that we were talking about with the unmute and start my video, there's a share content. You can double tap on that. And then you have options of what you want to share. Do you want to share from Dropbox? Do you want to share a photo? Do you want to share from box? Um, Which is some other app that I didn't even remember that I had on my phone until it showed up in the option. Um, Google drive, like all of those things. So you are definitely, you're definitely able to share. If you are um, if you are using a PC, it's going to be Alt S. will get you in the screen share box. And if you're on a Mac, it's Command Shift S, as in Sam, or as in Start Screen Sharing. Okay, so I just want to talk about that real quick. Um, it's not something that we do a lot, but we've been having karaoke nights, and we want people to get used to the option of screen sharing. So. I'm going to start a screen share. And you can follow along. I just don't want you to press Enter. <laughs> OK, because if one person is sharing their screen, I can't share mine. And I'm the facilitator, so um, my screen deserves to be shared. So it's going to be Alt-S. And it lands you right on the Share Screen button. But if you tab, you'll see something that says Basic Tab. Um, If you were to tab again, there's like a little box that you can use your left and right arrow through that talks about, like, do you want to share a whiteboard? Do you want to share um, annotations? Do you want to share part of your screen or all of your screen? Do you want to share, and it'll list the apps that are currently open on your computer that you might want to share. A word for the wise if you plan to share your screen, be certain that whatever you, whatever you are sharing you you know you, you want to be prepared so you want to make sure that it's right next to your zoom window so that you could just easily alt tab you also want to make sure that any of your windows that maybe you don't want other people to see any personal stuff you want to make sure that's closed I'm just giving you a tip <laughs> so we don't want anyone to be embarrassed. Um, so then you'll tab again it might say show all windows. And then you'll tab again, there's another box. There's a checkbox that says um, share computer sound. I'm going to check that box. Oops. Okay. There's something else that says optimize video for screen sharing. Um, And then there's that share screen button. I'm going to press enter. And maybe one of my hosts can let me know if it said that it was sharing. Yes, it did. Thank you. All right. Now,
5: are are you hearing my speech? Yes, Yes, we we Yes, we are. Okay.
1: Now I'm in the, and now you can tell I'm in the participants list, for example, and I can hear everything that you guys, I hear when you come into a room and when you go out of a room and all of that good stuff. But I just wanted to show you that that is how the screen share option works. And if you're doing something like karaoke or something along those lines, you can, you know, type your song into YouTube plus the word karaoke, have that all queued up. And then you can just start playing it right after you, you screen share and then you would hear music. I'm yes, not going to do sure that right you, now. Make sure.
4: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> <any of> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and now I'm going to stop screen sharing by pressing Alt-S for stop. Okay. Um, has there anything that I have left out, Nat,
4: Brandon, or Cindy? You've done an amazing
1: job.
6: You're doing a good job.
4: <laughs> Thank you. And you still have a full house. So I cannot believe it. <laughs> Holy crap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to get to that question and answer time. I'm going to, I'm scared. I'm going to turn off my speech for just a moment to see. All right. Raise those hands. <clears throat> Alt Y more and raise hand if you're on your iPhone. Alt Y or PC. Option Y on the Mac um and star nine yes star nine on the phone it all starts mixing up after a while okay i don't know how matt does 90 minutes
4: <laughs> okay and it's pretty start- easy when you have 17 people with raised hands <laughs> yeah yeah
1: all right ernie if you could please unmute yourself is this meeting being recorded yes it is how can we get a copy um, it will be up as a podcast at, at some at some point I know so I believe it's under like the ACB events um, and it should show up under there oh, thank you you're very welcome all right and Jay Jay Rasmussen
0: yes if your control if your stuff isn't working on the PC mm-hmm. you may um, something else might have popped up so you may want to do an alt um, so that way you can get back onto your screen
1: yes and one thing that i do is i hit escape escape is kind of my reset button you know like if i don't know where i'm at or i'm super frustrated and i can't get to where i'm trying to go i try to bring it back to the basics all right um
4: linda linda Yax, can you hear me yes ma'am
5: do so i have to keep the
4: spacebar down the whole time i'm talking you do Oh, that's making a funny noise in my ears. Oh, it's probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, because this happened yesterday on one of my calls, I wanted to share a song mm-hmm. and screen sharing was turned off for the call. Mm-hmm. How do we turn that on? Um, how could, Can you turn it on just for one participant or do you have to turn it on for everyone?
1: So I think that if they make you a co-host, it's able to be done, but um, it's account based. So it's actually something that the owner of the account, the account, has to go into settings and
4: change it. And it needs to be done prior to the call. So it's not something we automatically do. And that's why I had suggested to Monica to actually make you a co-host so you could do it. Right, and that is what we did. Thank yeah. you, Ben. Awesome.
1: All right, let's see here, Carol Moody.
4: Hi,
2: this has been this has been very helpful. Um, I hate to admit what a novice I am. I know how to mute and unmute, but I didn't even know how to raise my hand before this. so um, and uh, we tried to have a Sassy meeting here via Zoom for the first time Saturday, and it was very cumbersome because not hardly anybody knew what they were doing. so uh, this isn't really the question I wanted to ask, but I wanted to know if you're going to do this again. And the other thing is, I usually do this on my phone because I don't have a microphone headset for my PC, and I was wondering if you could recommend anything you think would be good for me to get.
1: Um, so I personally like the Logitech ones. they're they're um, they are very reasonably priced in my opinion. Um, so it's like a Logitech headphone USB microphone is the one that i tend I tend to like.
2: Okay, because when I've tried to do Zoom on my computer, all I could do is type in a chat box and that
1: you know a oh lot of no. people are
2: interacting, that's kind of cumbersome.
1: So. Yeah, for sure. And don't worry about being a mo- a novice. Let me tell you, we <laughs> we we are all learning and growing together. And I learn about I learn more about Zoom every day. So I knew nothing about Zoom coming into this. And,
4: and Mika, let me respond to the to what she said about, Carol, what you said about you guys had a meeting and nobody really knew what they were doing. Um, we have like 16 currently hosts, volunteer hosts. And mm-hmm. if you have a, a, an affiliate or a committee in ACB that is going to get together and want that kind of support, let me know, and I will see if I can find a volunteer to come in and host the call for you guys, so that they can assist you. Because uh, really, no one should ever facilitate a call and host at the same time. It's really not recommended. Uh, whoever's facilitating and you know doing the presenting should not worry about audience control because you want well the, microphone the president audience, you know the president was
2: facilitating the call but. Um, you know she stepped blind and then one of the SSPs was trying to uh, you know do the uh, coordinating but she was having trouble even remembering how some of this is supposed to work and as you said apparently things have changed in terms of people being able to you know having to unmute themselves and it just got very
4: confusing so who should I have her contact? So me Cindy um, and she can email community at acb.org so community at acb.org. Okay, I'll let her know. Thanks. You're welcome. Yes, you're welcome. All
1: right. Thank you, Carol. All right. And <clears throat> I'm going to go to Phyllis. Phyllis, you can unmute yourself. Okay.
7: Um, I, I, I sometimes raise my hand, and then they say the person has acknowledged your raised hand. Am I correct in you saying that that means that they lowered my hand?
1: Yes, that is correct.
7: Okay. And there's no way I can lower my hand myself. It's, I have to wait for them.
1: You can lower your hand yourself, but we ask that, that you not do that so that the host can just have um, control over that. Right. Okay. So,
7: so if I do lower my hand, it's just, a, it's a toggle. Is that right? Yes. Oh, my. Okay. But I didn't re- So if they acknowledge me, that means I'm still in the line,
1: right? No, it means that they have lowered your hand. It'll say host, the host has acknowledged your raised hand. So that means that they have lowered it. But but they'll say that before they call on me, right? I mean. So, so for example, so when you raise your hand, it should, it should have said, can now raise or raise hand or something along, along those lines. Right. Um, and then, and then the facilitator <laughs> will call on you. And as, and probably as you're talking, the host will lower your hand. So you you probably have heard the host has acknowledged your hand, um, your raised hand, which meant that it was lowered.
7: Okay. The other thing is when I tried control two, it, I didn't get anything. It said basically nothing was available. This is on a laptop.
1: And we've been, we've been seeing some of that and I, I don't know why that is. Okay. But it's definitely something that I'm trying to find. I don't even know how to reproduce it to test it out. So, <laughs> um, okay. but we're definitely trying to find out. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, you're so welcome. Okay. Wes. The
0: <laughs> etiquette on use of the camera because I go to most of these calls and know it's most of the people have the camera off. Then, the few images of faces I see, it's like, those people seem to be holding awfully still, and then when they go into the participants' list, the little red, little symbol indicates if the camera is on or not, it's all red with the line on it. And like mine, it's the only camera symbol that doesn't have the line through it. Even though some people are, help, I see their faces, they still have the little camera with the line through in the participants' list. So what's the etiquette of camera use?
1: So you're probably seeing, um, you're probably seeing their avatar. So there is a, there is a place in zoom where you can upload your picture. So that's probably what you're seeing. And, um, and we, we don't do a whole lot of, you know, the etiquette of camera use is, in my opinion, is that if you are going to use the video, um, that you're, that you're decent and dressed you know like I don't know how else to say that but you know that is that is the etiquette of camera use um, the fact is I know that there are people people who have low vision but you know I I don't I don't even look at the camera maybe there's maybe on one of these zoom on zoom calls we can talk about that and how to position yourself so that if you are on the call where you're where, where you are required to use a camera how to position it. But that's, no, that's not the scope of today's topic.
4: Okay. But I think I think he's also wanting to know, is there a requirement? There's no requirement. There's no requirement. You okay. So if, you, if you choose to do that, that's up to you, Wes. Okay. But most people can't see, and so they don't see any reason to do it. I got Yeah, so that's that's kind yeah. of what Sorry about. if I misunderstood your question.
0: Yeah, because it goes into calls like, on, nobody has it on, and I kind of wonder, is it rude for me to have it on when nobody else has theirs on? Gotcha. it's confused Mike, guy where people put these images up and it's not even them live, you know?
1: All right. Thank you. We're going to go to Diane. And I think um, there's a couple of Diane's in here. So <laughs> go ahead, Diane. Diane, if you could unmute yourself, please. There you oh, are. There we You're, go. I there got you it. go.
8: <laughs> it only took, it only took two minutes. Um, my, my thing is this. When I was in the um, group, when I was in the, Participant uh, panel, there is a button in there that says um, group drop down button. And when you space on it, there is a context menu that comes up. And one of the items says um, close, one says minimize, and the other one says pop out. I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea what pop out is, but um, you had not mentioned um, that button before. I wondered.
1: I don't know that I've ever seen the group button. I know that sometimes if you're tabbing through um, in the participant, it'll say participants list pop um, in participants cl- list closed, and then you can press enter on it and and open it again. Yeah,
8: no, um, mine, mine came up in the form of a uh, you know, of an actual button, and it's doing it consistently.
1: Oh, so. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you may have stumped me, Diane. <laughs> but I'll, I mean I'm always going through this going through zoom and trying to figure some things out so um I will ask uh, Deborah Armstrong I'm curious if you know the answer to that
3: Change my mute key to f1 um, there you are uh, yeah I'm having hand surgery so I changed my mute key to f1 so I only had to do it with my left hand um I think that only happens if you have a pro account do you have a pro account Diane? No. Huh. I I wonder if it's another piece of software popping up over your Zoom that's not even connected with Zoom. Other than that, I don't know the answer, and I won't waste more
1: time on it. Okay. All right. All right thank you, Diane. <laughs> You're welcome. Question. I'll try to take a look and see if I can't reproduce it. Okay.
4: okay. Uh, who's calling me? This is Donna. I can answer that if you'd like me to. Uh,
1: okay, Donna. If,
4: if
7: you press that button... Uh, it will take you out of the participants list completely. It will, it will collapse it.
8: Yeah. Because gotcha. one of the items is closed. One of the items is closed. One yeah, is minimized, and one is whatever pop that out. pop out yeah. is. Pop
7: out means it, it, it moves it. It, it'll take uh. you out of it. Yeah. It moves it. All
1: right. I'm going to oh, okay. move on because we still have about 15 hands raised. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Agnes. I have a question about Something last week,
7: settings and find the shortcut. What I did, I have a on my desktop, I have something that says, you know, start Zoom. So I hit enter on that. Mm -hmm. But when I went in there, I could not find settings.
1: Okay. Um, so you should be able to so um when you tab, you should have like your email. It'll probably say like Agnes. And then there's like a little drop-down menu. So you have to actually use your down arrows your down arrow to get to settings and press enter there. Okay. But we'll, we will definitely be covering settings on another call
4: for and one sure.
7: Other, one other quick question. When we do, when we type a message in chat mm-hmm.
1: to make sure it goes through, then do we have to hit enter?
4: I keep forgetting to
1: mention that part. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do actually have to press enter after you, after you you have um, written in your chat. And lastly, I
7: heard that when you are doing chats, whatever you write in stays in the cloud. Is that correct?
1: Um, yes, but I think that our settings are set that only the host has access to it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, let's see. Colorado Vicki. Hi, I have a couple of questions,
9: and thanks. You're doing a really good job, and I'm sorry I don't have my headset on, so my phone is blabbing but here's my question. In the screen share, can you screen share both from, can you uh, do screen share both, I know you can do it on the computer, but can you do it from the iPad and the iPhone?
1: You can share, you can share pictures and, board, and like whiteboards and things like that, but you cannot share sounds. So you can't multitask and like pull up a song and have it come over Zoom. Okay. Not on the phone and not on the iPad either. I don't know about the iPad, um, but I know for sure the phone you can't.
9: Okay. All right. And then my other quick question is, how uh, if I were to uh, want to rename the Colorado Vicky, can you? (laughs) (laughs) But you shouldn't because I like Colorado Vicky. Okay. Maybe I'll keep Colorado Vicky. But I was looking for the rename, and that's one reason I hadn't done it because I couldn't find the rename.
1: So, you'll go to Alt-U to your participants list and find your beautiful name. It'll be at the top. Yes. So, you'll tab to your list and press the home key. And then you'll tab again. There'll be a little combo box. And you can press, um, sometimes you have to press enter, but sometimes you can just get away with just pushing the down arrow. And there's okay. an, there's a rename option. When you press enter on rename. Um, okay then you can type in your name and it will not read you. If you're using a PC, it will not read you what you're typing. So,
9: (laughs) okay. Well, at least I know I can, I can get it where where I can find it if I need to do it that way. So, okay. That's what I needed girl. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. All right. All right. Let's see. Now we have Sandra. Sandra, last name starts with a G.
5: Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, I had quite a lot of questions, but fortunately, most of them were already asked for other people. Um, one of my questions was, when I try and unmute myself, sometimes it doesn't actually work and I have to do it lots of times. Like, Why is that?
1: I don't know. I, it happens to me sometimes, too. Like, If I press Alt-A and then I won't hear anything, and then I'll press Alt-A again, and it'll say... And then it'll say you are unmuted. But since I pressed it again, thinking that it didn't work the first time, it will yeah. mute me right back over again. So that, that's where that, is, that is me. <laughs> yeah, that's where that space bar might come in handy for you to press that down and then talk while you've while you have it pressed down.
5: Okay, yeah, I, I was too scared to try that. Um, <laughs> okay, my, my other question was: um, it's really great that it's on this early. the the call because most of the tech calls are like i don't know 8 p.m eastern time which is like the middle of the night here and and i'm just wondering if there's going to be more calls in the afternoon more tech calls in the afternoon where you are
1: so Um, for for this call i'm kind of liking the time that it is right now i can't really speak to other calls right now as i don't have the schedule in front of me but i know that for this um i'm trying to just experiment and moving some calls around and seeing what times are going to work for me to do some of these, some of these things, but they will all be recorded so that you would still have access to them.
5: Okay. I don't, I don't know how to, to access that, but I'll, I'll write a separate email. I won't hog the, the thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you so much for your question. Oh,
1: <laughs> yes. Um,
2: so I forgot to mention something super quick with screen share. So if somebody is sharing, if you're sharing someone's screen, what you might hear, and I heard this during karaoke, and I think it's a Zoom bug, is it will say that you are sharing your screen, which is not true because you know you didn't start screen share. So what will happen is sometimes it'll freeze and you can't get out. So what I do is I just perform any sort of Zoom action, and that seems to unfreeze everything. So like usually, escape,
1: escape is your friend. Escape or Alt U. Great. <laughs> Thank you, Nat. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see, Lorraine.
0: Okay, um, I think Agnes asked my question, but um, if. And I use Zoom all the time on my iPhone. But if if somebody hasn't used Zoom on their phone, if they've just been calling in on these calls on their landline, and they want to use it on their computer, do they have to go in and set up Zoom on their computer?
1: Um. So I downloaded Zoom from the thing from it, but I think that I think that if you press enter on a Zoom link, um, Uh it'll automatically calls. Yeah, then it'll automatically like open a call oh, and okay. like possibly download it well, for that's you. What but I, I need to test that out. So thank that's you for That's what that. I
0: thought, but um, I just was wondering. And another way to rename yourself is if you're not on a call. I found this out accidentally because I was iPhone for a long time. You just go into Zoom like you're going to join a meeting, even if you're not, and click on Double uh, Join the meeting and then swipe to the left and it says your name, whatever it is, if it's iPhone or Colorado Vicky, and double tap to edit that and put in whatever you want for your name. Thank
1: you. Thank you. And that's going to be a topic I cover next week about how to enter your name <laughs> so that you don't always come in as milli milli millie, 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 milli.
0: <laughs> And I hope you'll cover the webinar layout yeah. too sometime.
1: Okay. Thank you. I will definitely keep that in mind. Because that is uh, a... Probably not way. quite yet, but yeah. I want to get okay. people used to Zoom first. Sure, uh, I get that. <laughs> but get yes, that. all
0: right. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Irene. Lisa, excuse
0: me.
7: May I um? Hello. About...
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there, Agnes, because um, I still have a whole bunch of hands. No.
7: Okay.
1: That's fine. Irene, go ahead. Yes. Hi. I've noticed
7: in the participants list on the lower left-hand corner it says invite. Uh, what is that used for?
1: So I believe that you can actually invite um, someone to the meeting, so you can send them the link. You can put the, put in their email address, and it would send them the link. But I haven't really played around with that. Okay, so that's much. actually
7: an email.
1: I believe or so. Text message or? Okay. I believe that it is an email.
2: Okay, thank it you. It is an email. Thank
6: you. Okay, let's see. Penny Moss. Yes, ma'am. Um, one thing I've noticed sometimes when I hit the Alt Y, it doesn't say that my hand is raised. And then I end up doing it again to make sure, and it lowers it, and then I have to raise it again. So I'm not trying to be uh, non-compliant with that. I just sometimes I experience it. But my main question is, I'm on my computer. Can you all hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And I do have the Logitech uh, earphones that you mentioned earlier, and I have found it to be wonderful with the computer. I don't know if it works with the iPhone 8 or not. I haven't tried it. But – the thing I've noticed when I'm in a meeting and I'm listening quietly to what the presenters are saying, and then every so often the Jaws says, Colorado Vicki has left the room. Uh, uh, Cheryl McNeil, and it starts telling you who's left the meeting and who's come in how can you cut that off during a presentation so you don't have to hear that oh
1: thank you for thank you for bringing that up I can't believe I forgot to mention that so um, if you are in your presentation and you're listening if you're using jaws you're going to press insert space and it'll make a sound like a <laughs> um, it'll make a little sound and then by itself you will press the letter s and um, Okay. And it should say like speech on demand or something, something along those lines. It says
6: speech on demand. So does that mean I still get what I need, but I just don't have to hear yes. all the names? Yes. And it'll still do the mute and unmute commands yes. and all of that. Yep. And and then when I want it off, I just hit insert S again to turn insert that space. off. Insert space. Huh? Insert space, space
1: by, together. And then the letter S as in Sam by itself.
6: Okay. You said insert space hmm. OK. And then if I use a spacebar to unmute, do I have to hold it down the whole time? No. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. When you're
6: talking. Yes. OK. That's all I have.
1: Thank you. And for those of you who are using NVDA, um, we would press insert S and it will say speech off, um, which means that we can't do other things like multitasking. <laughs> um, but then you can do it again. You hit insert S again twice, and it'll say speech talks.
6: Mika, Talking. I just did push the, uh, uh, to mute myself back, and it didn't say anything. So I guess, you know, because I had the speech on demand on.
1: Oh, I gotcha. Can I oh.
6: clarify so, something? Yes. Yeah, so
3: when you do insert space, you're telling Jaws, here comes another keystroke, and then S toggles on speech on demand, and that tells Jaws, don't speak unless I ask for something like that. Uh, I hit a keystroke to ask for information. Don't volunteer information. That's why it's not going to tell you your state anymore. Does
6: that make sense? So it's not going to tell me if I'm muted, right?
3: Speech on demand means you have to demand that JAWS tell you something. It's not going to tell you anything automatically anymore.
1: Gotcha. All right. And it's probably something worth experimenting with on a Zoom call, like if you get in there early, you know what I mean, to just kind of test it out, Penny. Um, Sandy. Achoo. Hi, I'm here
0: with my husband, Rick, and we each have a question. Penny asked the one that I was going to ask, but I have a follow-up to that. Yeah. If I do what you suggested, I want to the eat you get to here. and then the S, and then I want to ch- type something in the chat box, will you always tell me what I'm typing in the chat box or will I lose that?
1: Um, no. I am unsure. So no, i t- won't. No. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look like it's telling you. Yeah.
3: No, it's because it's speech on demand. Jaws won't the, read right, in Yeah, it's, it's not going
0: to tell you. Right. So then I have to either pray that I don't make a typo or put. Yeah, uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Okay. That answers my question. Rick, what's your question? Okay. The quick
1: question that I have. Um, I can't hear you very well, Rick. If you could get a little bit closer.
4: I'm sorry. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes. Okay,
4: okay. The quick question that I have is regarding Zoom on the iPhone. Mm -hmm. Um, Will, when I go in to chat, will I be able to to use Dictate? Yes. Oh, good. Okay.
1: Yeah, you will. All all right. All right. So, I actually, um, I cannot... I think that's going to be our last questions. Um, I want to first thank all of you for hanging in there with me and listening to this call, um, and you know, and going through all of these things. I hope that I hope that this helps you to feel more confident about being on a Zoom call. Um, and and the more that you learn, you know, the more that you practice it, the easier it's going to be. I promise, it'll get so much better. Um, and Tyson, thank you so much for streaming. Thank you all on ACB radio for listening and my wonderful hosts, Matt and Brandon, thank you both um, for all of this. And thank you all for chiming in for answers that you had. I really appreciate it. And we'll see you all next week.